anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the podcast audio program where we, film by film, episode by episode, explore the filmography of one Tom Cruise. I am one of your hosts, Greg Schiegel. I am another host, Chris Jeruso. And our guest on this episode, shall we say your last name or you want to go first name only? No, that's fine. Drew McClusick. I wanted to say it. <laughs> my my bad. <laughs> Actually, that was, How would you have said it? No, that was a clever ruse. I couldn't remember his name. I had to get him to say it himself. I would have said Drew McClusick. Okay. That's close. Actually, I, I, I don't even know it, if I'm saying it right. I would have so. said it. Drew McClusick. Wait, it, you're saying Zach. it wrong, though? Some people do Zach. What did you say? Zach. Zach, Sack, and Sick are the three, like, nobody, no, there's not really a a final. Spell it. Well, it's all messed up at Ellis Island, so we don't, I mean, there's That's vowels in there that it. aren't. It's M-I-K-L-U-S-C-A-K. It is an AK, but you say McClusick. AK yeah, McClusick or McClusack. I don't know. Just like how I, it's. I, I never really decided. McClusick. <laughs> We're spending a lot of time on my last name. It's a good point. You make a good point. Speaking of time, when this episode drops, it'll be April 10th, if my calendar is correct. That's Did tax- you sync it up to the Mayan calendar? No, I synced it up to the Western Caesarian calendar. I believe it's Caesarian, right? What section, section did you put it in the calendar? The cesarean section. All right. Yeah. That's the one that comes out of your guts, right? You cut them guts open, pull out yeah. a baby? Yes. It's the Gregorian, isn't it? It might this be the Gregorian. Gregorian calendar. But it's got Augustus Caesar. August. And Julius. July. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the Roman. made-up it's, months. You know that's why I, nobody, that's why, right, oct? I think it's the Roman calendar, I believe is what it's called. Now it that might you mentioned be that it. simple. What do you mean it wouldn't be that It cool. might be that yeah. simple. Greco Roman. It might be Gregor- Gregorian though. It might be the Mayan calendar. Dude, that thing ended. I didn't I didn't realize that like the A that the episodes were so I knew you hadn't s- seemed to be airing any yet, but it's also just like an open understood thing of the show that everything is recorded or That's, no. I mean, I don't know who's understanding it. We're relatively open about it. Okay. For the mo- I mean, we don't talk about – look, we could talk about current events if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But the only current event Not I'm bringing up – given when that's going to air. The only current event I'm bringing up is that tax day is five <laughs> days away. And I think it's appropriate that the movie we're discussing is The Color of Money. Nice. You follow me, Chris? No. All right. I will explain. Tax day – is when you pay your taxes to the government agencies for things like roads and bombs. Okay. And you pay it with that money. With the with you pay your taxes with money. You pay your taxes right. with money. But that what's that have to do with the color of it? When you pay your taxes with money, you have to write down the color of that money in your tax return. There's a is there it's a box that you have to check or is there It's a separate you form. You have to fill it out. Yeah, it's a separate form. It's the 1040C. Or is it 1041C? It's the color of money form is just what I've always... Well, C is for color? Yeah. <laughs> C is exactly for color. All right. Some people think mistakenly it's for crayon. They are wrong. Because then those people are filling the form out with crayons. Well, also crayons come in a lot of different colors. Yes. Crayon form is a completely different form. Yeah. The crayon tax form is a different yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's the CR form. Honey, bring me my crayons. I'm filling out my tax forms. Exactly. Okay. That guy would have to fill a very specific 1117CY. CYMK? No, just CY for crayon. All right. Yeah. CYMK is a different form. That's that's, that's for, for Photoshop? Print, yeah, that's for Photoshop and printing. All right. Do you submit your taxes via Adobe Illustrator or do you go crayon? Do you go... Uh, You're talking to me, the, Greg? Yeah, Greg. 
There's the daisy wheel form if you want to go. I use carrier pigeon. Okay. Because then what happens is when you use the pigeons, everybody's doing like, oh, certified mail, blah, 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 all these forms. Pigeon comes back, lets you know, dropped it off, buddy. And they say it just like like the Flintstones, the, the animal that would do the job. <laughs> like the pigeon comes back, knocks on the window, gives me a feather up like because they don't have thumbs. Now, do you do you use this pigeon for anything else other than no, taxes? Only so taxes. It's a tax exclusive tax pigeon, assigned yeah. only to you, or does he do other people's tax mailings as well? There are so many pigeons that everybody can get their own. Okay, it's the only use for pigeons. Otherwise, they're disgusting flying vermin. Well, if that's the only use for pigeons, and and they're they've proven capable of sending off tax, getting taxes to the place they need to be. A very important document. Yeah. Why wouldn't you use them for things like birthday cards as well? Because email is so much faster. Yeah, but I feel like birthday cards is one of those things that has defied the internet from it's, competing yeah, with it. It's not that important. But birthday cards aren't as important as a tax form. So you send your mom an email on her birthday? I make a phone call to my mom. Thank you very much. Okay. That, and that the phone call covers it. You don't need to send her a card. Yeah. Phone call covers it. All right. What's more important to note is when I send a birthday card, which I don't do, but if were I to send a birthday card, I would not write what color money was on it. Tax form, I do a more important document. Are we clear? Crystal. Nice. Thomas Cruz Mapother the Fourth is one of the stars. Uh, I feel like I've thrown the whole podcast off track by saying Crystal. To your, am I clear? Because that's a whole different movie. Because everybody hears Crystal and they think, is he talking about a chandelier? Is he talking about fine china? Is he talking about a crystal skull? Is he thinking about a few good men? The yeah. movie that made the word Crystal famous. Is he thinking of Crystal Blue Persuasion? Ah. Uh... That's a song. <laughs> Can I hear that song again? Crystal Blue Persuasion. Uh, that's that's a good song. It's <laughs> a good song. You know that song, Drew? I've heard it. Yeah. I feel like I should look it up and, and play a little, but I think everybody understood exactly what that was. I wasn't sure except for the... The second time. The ah uh, part. Yeah, that, nailed it. Then I knew exactly what song it was. I got a knack. You do. <laughs> the knack. My Sharona. A knack for speed. <laughs> Which, again, not to throw this podcast completely off track, but that's a callback to a previous podcast and movie. I think somebody is obsessed with Tom Cruise movies. Hey, hey, let's do a podcast about him, then. All right, let's start it up right now. Hang on, guys. All right. If anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. We will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the podcast audio program where we movie by movie, episode by episode, discuss the filmography of one Tom Cruise. I am one of your co-hosts, Greg Shegel. I'm your other host, Chris Jerusso. And our guest is Drew McClosick. Very well done. That's an interesting name. <laughs> How might one spell that name? I'm just kidding. He's just jerking your chain. It's M-I-K. L U S C A K U E Y M O U S E. Right. All right. So, The Color of Money is the movie for this episode. Let's not dick around anymore. Enough dicking around. Yeah. We're playing. Stop hustling me, guys. Hey, oh. Right? Right. This movie's about hustling people in the game of nine ball, billiards. Okay, nine ball is different than billiards? I think so. Yeah, billiards, I think, technically no pockets. Billiards is a pocketless game. Yeah, it's game. a weird one, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. they got tired of not winning because nobody could sink any balls. No, it was one never-ending game. They finally updated. And they then said, somebody this pockets or no one's ever going to win. Somebody saw a pair of cargo shorts, and they're like, look at all those pockets. Can we apply that technology to this table, make a new game? 
Happened to be a pool party, hence the cargo shorts. Not good in a pool. You come out of a pool wearing cargo shorts, those pockets full of water. Yeah. But they don't, they don't dry as quickly as, as the... So much extra material. Swimsuit material, does. So much extra material and different material on cargo shorts. And you got those flaps. They're like... They get extra th- double thick. Double thick. You put those in the dryer, that's like those flaps... Would you say are not are that, not dry? By the would time you, you say this out. analogy is is valid? Cargo shorts are to regular shorts as double stuff are to standard Oreos. It's lo- it's loose, but I like it. It doesn't quite. It's not quite there, but it's 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 loose. But he likes it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna agree with your analogy. I see no flaws in it. All it's right, airtight circle, circle gets the square. That's a Hollywood Squares reference. Speaking of oh, Hollywood right. Squares, this movie's got some Hollywood stars in it. Name one. Thomas Cruz, Matt Pother the Fourth, for firsties. Who's he? Oh, is that the full name? <laughs> That's his full name, yeah. Thomas Tom Cruz, Cruz? Matt Pother the Fourth. Did you I know that? I don't think I'd ever Matt heard that Pother? before. Matt Pother, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that bit of trivia before. How's that spelled? M A P O T. M A P O T H E R. I hate people with weird names. Mapoder. M A P. So says Drew McClusick to Greg Shegel. M A P O T H. You're going to have to hold that mic closer to your mouth, babe. That's good. That's great. Okay. M A P O T H E R? Yeah. Something like that. Mapoder. I've never heard that of that as a last name, a middle name, anything. His cousin was on, I think, the first or second season, the first season of the show Lost. Who's one of the others? Tom Cruise's cousin? Yeah. Something Mapo there. I can't remember the first name. Oh. Derek? Jordan? Oscar. Could I have think been he Oscar. was Oscar. Could have been Oscar. Yeah. I could look it up. I'm not gonna. It's not important. This not ain't about important. him. Mm-mm. The people out there know. They'll correct know this. Other star? Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. An additional star? Newman. Paul Newman. Not Newman from Seinfeld. Not Newman from Seinfeld. Not any of my cousins with the last name Newman. Not uh, any of the characters from the Extreme Studios, Image Comics, <laughs> comic book, Newman. New men? No, not the new men. Paul Newman, who, as we all know, plays Fast Eddie Felsen in this movie. A character he's playing for the second time. You played it for the first time in a movie called The Hustler, Baby. That was something I had. I did not know before I watched. What did you know before you watched The Color of Money? Before I watched The Color of Money, I was pretty certain I knew it was green. And I knew it was about pool. Shooting pool. I didn't even know it was about nine balls specifically. Did you know any scenes before the movie happened? Like, were there any clips you'd seen in your life? Uh... I I think I thought that uh, the the movie that Bad to the Bone song with the video <laughs> came from this movie. Okay, George Thorogood. Sure. And I was wrong about that. So no, I didn't know anything <laughs> about this movie. You were thinking that was uh, Werewolves of London. No, I, I thought it was Bad to the Bone. But 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 bad. Right, because he shoot the video is about the guys shooting pool. Ah. It just has nothing to do with this movie. Right. The two, just, okay, the movie and the video both involve pool. They're mm-hmm. very pool-centric sure. pieces. Yeah. And for some reason, I thought they were connected because of that. That's weird how you could make that connection. There's nothing yeah. to connect those I, two. I, except for the pool. Oh, that's right, the pool. <laughs> Once again, Chris, you zinged me and you zunged me. So there was billiards. The cargo shorts inspired uh, putting pockets in the table. Right. And Next this all happening know. at a pool party inspired yep. them to call it pool. And then they were like, you know what? There's still too many balls. We got to get rid of some of these. Yep. And they came up with nine ball. They like the shape of that diamond, I think. Shine bright right. like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Diamonds are forever. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> Something about Jared. She, she's. Uh, he went to Jared. He went to Jared. 
Yeah. Blood Diamond. He got it at Jared. He went to Jared. I think, it, I think it's he went he to went. Jared. Jaimon Hunsu. Oh, it's I got it at Ross. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> You'll love it at Levitt's. <laughs> what did you know about this movie going in? This was, You've seen it before, Drew. I'd seen it before. I think the first time I saw it, I didn't know it was a Hustler-related thing either. Um, yeah, so this is my second time watching it. Now, I'm going to assume, Chris, you've not seen The Hustler. Correct. I did not learn about The Hustler until I looked up information about The Color of Money after watching The Color of Money. And then, Drew, did you watch The Hustler? Or just I watched a little bit of it afterward to like remind myself, actually to double-check that I was right, that I, my recollection that the two were related was not really <laughs> firm. So I actually had, I watched the beginning of that, too. Yeah, the Hustler, Until they said his name, basically. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is... The Hustler is Paul Newman playing Fast Eddie Felsen, and... Is the, is the Hustler in any way related to the Bad to the Bone video? No, George this is... Thorogood. I don't believe so. Is that so? video black and white? No. Is Jackie Gleason in it? Maybe. Is it boring? I haven't seen that <laughs> video in a long, long time. Okay, so the Hustler. <laughs> Let's talk about the Hustler before we talk about the color of money. Uh-huh. I think Drew was just suggesting that the Hustler was boring. <laughs> I will say this. The pace of the Hustler, they are not, any, they are not hustling. Uh-uh. They are in no hurry <laughs> Nope. in the Hustler. It is like... You're watching people play pool. The first 30 minutes are unlike, for sure not uh, not engaging. Yeah. Well, look, it's unlike... Unlike Color of Money that, except, that moved at a, at a mile a minute pace. You'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, except the Color of Money's in got... In contrast. It's in the way that you move it over and over again. What? <laughs> That's, I think I missed that. <laughs> that one I'm not repeating because they repeat it so many times in the movie. Wow. That song is playing almost on a loop. I think it's Use It. Uh, maybe the maybe it changes. It might be used. I think you're right. It's the, the, the only song it. I noticed was Werewolf of London, which played for about 13 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't even really remember what the song soundtrack. This movie, it was a pretty good soundtrack. I like those songs. I could do without. It's in the way that you. Oh, use I like it. it. Clapton, I think. It's good. I could do without that one. Okay. Werewolf of London's okay. I, I just felt like that it's in the way, and it might be partially because of, uh, I listened to Dan Harmon's podcast, and he uses that as a punchline to his, like, okay. cliche movie ending. Cliche? Cliche, yeah. His cliche movie ending is, like, all that's the characters like, come together, and it's like, it's in the way that you use it. Like, that's the big, like, triumphant that's song. That's pretty good. Freeze frame. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. high-fiving. So, I guess now, he's infiltrated my brain. So, the second I heard that song, I thought, oh, boy. Makes anything corny. But is this the first Scorsese? Is this like a this is a Scorsese movie? I think we should mention that mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese. Some people call him. Uh huh. So he did the score. That's, no, but I don't remember. He scores all his own movies. That's why they call him Scorsese, right? Yes. Score. Well, it's either he either scores them or he says what the score is. going to be. His real name is just Martin Scorsese. That's right. Yeah, Martin score, score. in quotes Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah. Exactly. So he scored it. He actually wrote Werewolves of London. And it's in the way that you move it or use it. Did he sing it? We em? should really confirm what that song's called. I think it's use it. Chris, what do you think it is? But he may say move it as like, you know, how sometimes you change a word. I think it's the way that you shoot it because we're talking about shooting pool. Come on, Chris. And let's I be didn't, serious. And I didn't hear it. You didn't hear that song at all? No. How is that possible? Well, you're, well, you're primed to hear once. it now any time it's playing, Greg. That's true. So. I am. It's like a trigger. I'm like Pavlov's dog to that song. I was kind of waiting for it. You know, I Pavlov just... had more than one dog. Nope. Didn't know it. Yeah. Next thing you're going to tell me is, uh, what's his nuts had a cat in a box? What's that guy's name? Schrodinger. Dr. Seuss. Yeah, Schrodinger. Dr. Seuss had a cat in the box, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Didn't yeah. want to eat any eggs with it. Okay. According to, it's in the way that you use it. You're correct. But in the lyrics, it could switch around. Move. Choose. I don't think it is. I don't think Clapton's known for switching up his lyrics. This video's got a lot of... Uh, yeah, maybe you saw the Thorogood video like right after you saw this one. When you were eight or however, whenever that was. And it was just like there were... Well, I never see, saw this movie before. But you heard this song. No, but this song might have had a video. Oh. 
Maybe. I've never heard this song. I guess that doesn't You've make never sense. Never heard this actually. song? What I'm I must saying have, well, I, I just watched the movie. Yes, you've definitely heard it. So I heard it. But did I listen? Maybe I listened to it, but I, I couldn't hear before, it. Okay, in the scene leading up to Werewolves of London, this is the song that's playing before you get to Werewolves of oh, London. Oh, now I remember. <laughs> when, this, when this song first plays, it is like, it's like really quiet. Like it's playing yeah, in, it's the in the place. Room. Yeah. And they're talking over it. So yeah, they yeah, walk if you in. were as interested in the dialogue you as I Greg's, was, then Greg's you watching it. it. He, he's just dancing to it. I can't not dance. He couldn't to hear it. the dialogue. Slave to the rhythm of that song. Oh yeah, that's where they walk in, and Paul Newman is giving him the lay of the land. He's like, "All right, see, they got the cowboy hat. Yeah. Don't play him." Yeah, I was listening to that. Do this, do that. I remember those things. Boom, boom, boom. And then she's like, "I want to hang out." He's like, "Get out of here, Carmen." It's in the way that These people are creeps. A bunch of creeps in here. Underneath the yeah. whole time. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Thanks. I wanted to set the. Can I say something about that sequence? No. Okay. I mean, yes. Hey, Which if you can't do it here, where can you do it? I think a great Halloween costume would be a pompadour wig and a black t-shirt that just says Vincent. Speaking of wigs and pompadours, <laughs> yeah. was that his real hair? I think it was. It was unbelievable. It was real high. It also started real Wait, low. By him. We're talking about Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Dad. But it st- it like the forehead was like a three head. The way it started, <laughs> did so not low. notice. Did not line? notice this. The healthy hair, hairline. The hairline was was a stone's, not even a stone's throw from his eyebrows. <laughs> it just it shot up so high. It was Ron Swanson esque. Yeah. In its in its uh, vertical leap. Especially in that at the when they were in Vegas, Atlantic City. I mean Atlantic City. Yeah. Las Vegas. Home of the boardwalk, Las yeah. Vegas, the yeah. classic Las Vegas boardwalk. Did you watch this movie? Did you fall asleep watching this I don't movie? Know. For some reason, I <laughs> thought it was Las Vegas. Hey, I'll see you in Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Atlantic hey. City has done their job if you thought it was uh, <laughs> if it was close enough. Thank you. <laughs> There's a similarity there. There's some Absolutely. connections there. Yeah, casinos. Similar things happen in each place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Except this took place in Atlantic City. They say Atlantic City a number of times. They mentioned yeah. Atlantic City. And they mention the Bahamas. Look, I'm sorry. Mm. What I, I couldn't figure it, out is where it Las started. Vegas. Yeah, where did it start? Because it wasn't in New York because somebody's like back east something. Think, so then I was just like, they must be in Chicago. Yes, it is Chicago. I believe it is Chicago. And they go through Pennsylvania, I think. Right. At some point. On their way so to it Atlantic makes City. makes sense. Okay. We'll go with Chicago. Yeah. Should we summarize what this movie's about? In as brief a way as possible for anybody that's not seen it. Um, I I think you should. I think Drew should. <laughs> Drew barely has spoken. Okay, not the I think let you're springing try. it on him though. He saw the movie. Well, you right. just you tell me where I go wrong here. Okay. I'm going just off the cuff. That's how we do Is that it. Good. I didn't prepare anything. I, I don't have. Look, I, have I have nothing a, written down. I have a few things written down, but none of them are the summary of the movie. So it's uh. <laughs> One of the things I have written down is a Vince Halloween costume. <laughs> I feel like I can cross that, that one off. <laughs> yeah, no. I didn't notice the hair thing. I wouldn't. I that is not a costume. If you have the right hair, that. Well, here's the thing. Here's why Drew didn't notice because he hasn't systematically watched every other Tom Cruise film up until now the way we have. Uh, he also might not be sensitive to hair appearances. I- I'm going to say if he had seen every movie up until now, it would have jumped out. You know, some people are like, like a leg crazy. man. Some people are like a butt man. Drew is not a hair man. He just doesn't notice. You guys are hair guys. I might be a hair guy. I don't. I don't think. I well. well I, I guess we'll never. We'll never one. learn the answer to this mystery. But now let's hear Drew's summary. Here's my summary of <laughs> the color of money. A summary by <laughs> Drew McClusack. <laughs> Fantastic! This is so good. <laughs> So, Paul Newman's character, Fast Eddie Fensler Felsen, is a uh, a former uh, nine-ball hustler, or really just kind of like a pool-playing hustler. Yeah. I, think, I think in The Hustler, his first hustle is like a trick shot or something like that. Not really If I remember The Hustler winning. correctly, he's like a young upstart who's trying to win big. He comes across Jackie Gleason's character, whose name I can't remember. 
and he uh, just Minnesota Fats. Minnesota Fat, yes, Minnesota Fats, and Minnesota Fats pretty much cleans him up and runs him out of town because he's sort of unbeatable. And they play like all night. It's like this big long game. Mm-hmm. They just keep playing over and over and over again, and Eddie loses everything, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. I think that's right. He's yeah. up. He's way up. He's way up, and then Minnesota but he won't just, stop playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and got neither a problem. Will Fats. He's got a yeah. problem. Exactly. And Minnesota Fats takes him out because he's got sus- he's got that Jackie Gleason sustenance. So yeah, so he's Fast Eddie Felson. Did he say bang zoom and get out of here now? Fast Not Eddie? verbally, but he said it with his pool stick, his right. cue, as they call mm-hmm. it. All right. So at some point, Eddie Felson retires from the hustling game and goes into uh, liquor sales. Yes. So when you when when the color money starts, which is like thirty years later, he's uh he's at a bar and he's wheeling and dealing with his. Romantic interest, the bar tender. You don't bar have to get that. You don't have to get that no, too granular. Yeah. <laughs> so then he says to her, "No." Uh, so, so he hears somebody playing pool. Uh, this is very like uh, Kingpin. I think stole this. Uh, just where he hears the break, and he that's all he needs to know. To and then know you get a classic Scorsese can't. push shot. So then, uh, yeah. So Can't so basically, the whole movie is. Of an aging former hustler trying to teach a young kid who's great at pool uh, how to how to be a better hustler, I guess. And Not even how to be a hustler, just how to make and win money playing pool. But it's all via hustling. But there's definitely hustling involved. And he's teaching Vincent's girlfriend, Carmen, who's really the, the brains of the operation, the art of making money and screwing people over. Because mm-hmm. Vincent, Tom Cruise's character, is pretty naive He's completely like all the way through. Uh-huh. There's a line in it where where Paul Newman, Fast Eddie, tells Carmen, he's like, "We got a thoroughbred here. We got to train him. Like this guy's just built to play pool." And I would argue that he's game. not that way throughout the whole movie because by the end of the movie, he he's re- pretty he savvy. Is, he's learned, and he, he's he's actually talking down to to. Uh, he's talking down to Eddie. Say, yes. No, he's talking down to the girl. Like when they make that one deal. Yeah, in the bar, and he's like, "We could have got two thousand, and you stopped at fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's although he was always in it for the quick for the quick buck, whereas she and Fast Eddie were always playing for the long right. game. But the tr- the real flaw, the tragic flaw, is his pride. It's like he yes. can't stand to lay down. Right. Mm-hmm. I, this guy's talking trash at me. I'm right. going to show him. I'll beat him right now. Yeah. He never. He could never. He was never very good at losing on purpose to to complete the hustle. He was no and you're saying that piece he he keeps throughout that part of him he never grows out of that. No, I think this he movie. does because no, he does. The end. He, oh, okay. He loses to Fast Eddie. He he gives it up at the end. I thought you were saying that. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it depends what you mean by the end, but yeah. Well, in the final tournament in Atlantic City, yeah, not yeah. Las Vegas. We don't. Okay, I guess well, on even this even before podcast, you can't possibly care about <laughs> yeah. spoilers. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, at the end, it's the fight. They, they're in this tournament, and it becomes. Did you just say Las Vegas? I might have. I think you did. In this gamble, in Gamble, they don't Town, even go to Las Vegas. Okay. In Gamble Town. Uh huh. So their their whole goal, he gets this guy. He's like, if we go to Atlantic City, Vincent, you can win a lot of money if we seed everything right. And they get to Atlantic City, but by before they get to Atlantic City, the team they they break apart. They split up. Mm-hmm. Fast Eddie can't handle working with this kid anymore. Right. He's too. He's like. Uh, He's like a young Luke Skywalker, unwilling to learn. Well, he's messing up the whole opportunity at the tournament because the idea is that right. he's supposed to go in as an unknown. Right. And everywhere he goes, he can't help but like just beat everybody and he goes be loud about it. Cowboy Hat. The one guy he wasn't supposed to play was Cowboy Hat. He certainly wasn't supposed to beat Cowboy Hat. And then there was the other guy he wasn't supposed to beat who he was losing to the whole time. And then the guy said something like, it hurts, huh? It hurts, huh? I can't remember which guy that was. Yeah. And then he cleans up at the end. But then they split up. They meet back up in Atlantic City because Paul Newman has gotten back into the game, gets some sweet shades, Mm -hmm. gets sweet prescription shades. (laughs) That was a really odd cut. All of a sudden, he's at the eye doctor for like two seconds. They split up, and he says, all right, from here on out, I'm going to be Stan Lee. That's right. He gets sweet, sweet shades. He wore those shades better than Stan Lee ever has. First, first of all, he's got the, he's got the all, shades. He's got the shades. He's got the mustache and yeah. the full thick head of hair, just like Stan. That's right. 
That's right. So they go to Lake City, and they it turns out they end up being paired up in this tournament against each other. Vincent claims to have purf- purposely lost so that Fast Eddie can move on. I think give- it's confirmed that he... I mean, he has a big pile of money that... Right. Well, no, he just has winnings, and he gives the money to Fast Eddie. No, but those are gambling winnings. Right. Right? Like, he wouldn't have that money to give... But he could like have. That was a more. That was another hustle. It was like I'll lose on purpose. We'll bet against me, and I'll lose on purpose. Yeah. Okay. I presume. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely. This no. is this is the point in the movie where I I start to become confused. The end. Yeah. Okay. Because he does that thing where he he comes in, and and he does that whole move where okay, here's your cut of the money. I lost on purpose. He's doing that to be a jerk. Yeah. But why? I didn't. I didn't take it that way. Oh, I did. I thought he just is a jerk. He wasn't doing it to be a jerk. That's that's. Fair. He was like, yeah, I think he's this saying. is we're hustlers now. Like right. he's still kind of like, yeah, naive. Be, I guess yeah, it's still that naive. He's like, I thought this was all about hustling. And by the time he comes around to doing it the right way, Eddie's done doing it that way. He wants to play no, straight. I, straight I, now. Straight I think, nine ball. I think he's playing. He's he's deliberately poking at the bear because he knows that. Paul Newman's back in the game and feels proud of his skill and he wants to show him, he wants to take him down a peg. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know how smart he's supposed to be but at that But why point. is he, but like why? Like why is he being a dick? Because he feels completely slighted that Eddie said, I'm done with you, I'm walking away. And then, and then after they go through. That whole scene, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, but they're in the stairwell. Uh-huh. And Eddie's done with them. He's like, I'm out. This is after Forrest Whitaker hustles him. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Uh-huh. And Tom Cruise has that freak out in the stairwell. Yeah. Starts beating up the balabushka. Yeah. Like, that's the split. That's where they... Yes. They, they go... And, and Tom Cruise is mad. Like, he yeah. was the father figure that, like, abandoned yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe Tom Cruise in real life, his father, there's some abandonment issues. So you're saying it's it's payback for walking out. Yeah. And leaving us to dry, even though he, he didn't, they didn't really need him. He was right. Yes, I'm saying that now as I'm thinking about it. I didn't think about that as I watched the movie. I totally took it as he was just legitimately like, "Here's your cut." Yes, he doesn't care about being a jerk about it, but he's not intentionally doing it to be a jerk. I guess. I guess they're not. They don't have the like. He doesn't really owe it to him. I guess you're right. He is needling him because they, they're not together anymore for him that, to they, owe him that. That right. came. That surprised me because you know when they first meet up. In the bar, and he sees him there, and he's like, "Oh, hey, oh my God, how's it going?" And the, it seems like there's a reconciliation. Like, wow, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even recognize Vincent anymore. You know, he's really learned a lot. You know, these past past few weeks, or it was all a big hustle, a hustle just to like wait till we throw this yeah. round. But what? It, That's what a what? hustle is. To gain what? Pride. Usually, the hustle is to gain money. Right. This is about pride. Yeah, maybe it is that. Like I hustled you. Yeah. And then and then they're fighting and then he says he says no, we're you and me, we're going to we're going to play one on one and Tom Cruise is still mad and he's saying you you used me. Yeah, I don't remember. He's like, that yeah, I used sure. you and I'm like, "Well, wait, how did he really use like I, I thought they went to into this they, yeah, but they went into this cl- in a clear partnership way like okay, yes, I'm yeah, you're I, the one with the talent and I'm going to teach you where where it's a it's a symbiotic relationship. They're both benefiting from it. And then he's saying they so did he feel like some like he he lied to them like when he left and said yeah I can't do this anymore? Did he feel like that was part of getting used? Yeah, and, the, the the you used me didn't make sense that to me, did, right? And then yeah, I think it was you used me to. And then there's no resolution to them being angry at each other because they don't even see them finish the game. Yeah, it's a super, or it shake ends hand. super abruptly. Yeah, it it's a really weird. weird ending. I'm back, baby. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's how the beginning of the hustler starts is with a very similar shot where. It's not the very first, but it's like, it's like the last shot of the first scene is him, like doing that right. uh, kind of like. But does he oh, say I just fucked this does, these people? Over. Does he like, say? I'm does he say I'm this. here? At the beginning of the hustle, <laughs> I just got here. He I'm says. here. <laughs> I'm back. Speaking of back, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Taking a break. 
kind of like a pool break. Break and a take. Oh, you know how like in pool, like who's going to break the like, ball? Like color of money. Like color of money. Exactly. So we're taking a break. We're both collectively taking the break on this one. We're breaking the take. We're breaking the take. And this ain't fake. Take one. Take one. HatterEntertainment.com slash cruising. That's, That's where the- we get all the information about the podcast. That's where the show is. That's where the archive is. You can listen to all past episodes and current episodes. You could donate to support this show, what we do here, this very important work. Speaking of money. Speaking of the color of and money. the color of it. Color us with some money. Yeah, this, but <laughs> we are not, <laughs> we're not taking a break from color of money right now, are we? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. Okay. That's the episode that it's, we're taking a break from. I did not know that. <laughs> that's why I, <laughs> that's why like right up front, I had all that pool talk. Well, I heard you talking about pool, and I just thought color of money. That's the way my mind works. Well, because you're so in tune with Cruz. Um, completely in tune. Yeah. Clearly. Totally. Speaking That's of why tunes. why this has been so smooth right Speaking of gate. tunes, how about people should leave a review on iTunes? iTunes. How about U-Tunes? We all tunes. For iTunes. Subscribe and leave comments. Yeah, comments. Five-star reviews and then leave comments. You can say real, fun, inspiring. Or... Money ba- or money or I'm back or I'm Jack or I'm back Jack. Any of those things. Write something. Anything. People. We want this show to be popular with the people. You can you can come up with your own phrase or word. Look, we love everybody that listens to the show. We want more people to love. Yeah. Come on. Join so, us. People we love. Cruise with us. Cruise with us, baby. Speaking of people who love us. We have mail. Let's hear some mail. Because we want people to email us. We want people to give us comments, questions, compliments. Yeah, you know, early on, one of the early episodes, we said, uh, don't just email us compliments. Yeah. I think I've changed my mind on that. All right. If you want to compliment us, feel free. Well, this first letter is not a compliment. Oh, already hurts. This letter comes from Gabby G. All right. Let's hear what she has to say. It says, FYI. I listened to the new podcast, and this is in reference to the All the Right Moves episode, if I'm not mistaken. The football movie. Yeah. I listened to the new podcast, and you guys define mode wrong. The mode is not the low and high number, but rather the number that appears more than once in a set of data. Example, 12, 34, 65, 12, 7, 90, 12. 12 would be the mode. I'm already lost, but... I accept this explanation. I'm says, sure we were wrong. says, sorry, I'm a stat nerd. Not sure any of this matters. Oh, it matters. It matters. Absolutely matters. We want to be right all the time. I mean, if there's one thing we're always right about, it's Tom Cruise. Always. Never wrong. But well, if we start talking about math or football. And math is facts. Or anything Tom Cruise related. And we could very well be wrong. <laughs> it's, t- it's entirely possible. So thank you. Gabby for the correction. Thank you, Gabby. We now know what the mode is. Will we remember? Well, I'm not sure I know what it is. I still don't know what it is. It's the number that appears most in a sequence of numbers. Okay. So, okay. So, you get your mean, your median, your mode. <laughs> your median is the average. Right? Medium. Medium yeah, it's like is the your medium. average. Yeah, it's like the medium. Okay. Your mode is the number that appears the most in a sequence so of like, numbers. That's like the large. Right. And then the mean is the highest number and the lowest number. That's like the small and the extra large. Right. Got it? Makes perfect sense now. Tremendous. Explain it with fast food. Letter out of the way. Plugs. What are you plugging on this? What date would this be? April 10th. ChrisGComics.com is my website. You can learn about the comics, the books that I do there. G-Man graphic novel series and the G-Man Super Journal. They are great for younger readers. Uh, younger readers who should probably not be listening to this podcast. But their parents. But if your parents or you got nephews or you have friends with kids. What about nieces? Uh, nieces are nices. Too. Perfect. Classic nice. expression. Nice. <laughs> Classic expression. Uh, I'm going to take this time to plug my website, HatterEntertainment.com where you can find everything you need to find about the things I do, including my other podcast, Stuff Said, 
And and you do a book called Picks. One Weirdest Weekend is the name of the book. You can get all that stuff on my website. It'll link to PicksComic.com. Another great book for younger readers. And I will say, if people like this show, they should listen to the April 1st episode of Stuff Said. It's very entertaining. I understand you interviewed superstar writer and television creator Robert Kirkman. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a charming little episode that was released on April first. Get it? I think I get it. I think you're just saying that the day that it came out was the first day in the fourth month of the year. Right. Well, whatever. It's out now. You can listen to it now. Our guest Drew McClusick had nothing for us to plug. So now we're taking a break from the break. Because, as it turns out, Drew did ask us to plug something. Or not really even plug something. He had a request. He had a request. Do you have the request in front of you, or do I need to bring it up? The request is not in front of me. Well, let's see how good my memory is. All right, you do that, and I will. I found it. So you can, well, how's your memory for this? Okay, request? I think Drew said, I would like to apologize for being sober during the recording of my episode. So close, Chris. So close. First of all, he used the contraction, I'd. I'd. Okay. And, and he stopped. Not a, not a very often used contraction. And he stopped after the word recording. He did not say, of my episode. So his exact request was, I'd like to apologize for being sober during the recording, period. This is how communications break down. You know, that's this why we need... This is a classic game. It's a classic game of telephone. You that's... start off with one thing, it gets it gets turned into something completely different by the end. That's that's why we need Esperanto. That is why we need Esperanto. This would never happen. In Esperanto, there are no telephones. Esperanto, please. Exactly. Should we get back to the original the original break that we interrupted with this break? Yeah, pull us back in. Drew. He's a good guy. Good guy. You can, you can try and find him on the internet. I think he's on Twitter. That said, let's get back to the show. Let's do it. We're back. Ready for round two. Paul Newman. Tom Cruise. In a Martin Scorsese picture. He's got the eye, he's got the stroke, he's got the fling. Vincent's the best. We got a racehorse here, a thoroughbred. You make him feel good, I teach him how to run. I'm not your daddy, I'm not your boyfriend, so don't be playing games with me. I'm your partner. I love this. Blake was an insult when he said that in the movie. I think it is I an insult. Not. Lost money. He meant it as an insult in the movie. Did he? I got yeah. Half of me that says I got a hold of the best thing that I ever seen, and half of me that says it just ain't worth it. Why'd right you now? take a walk? Five hundred bucks says you choked right now. You used me. Yes, I did. I'm gonna leave. This is Fast Eddie Felson. Who the hell are you? Twenty-five years ago, I won my share of medals. But it was over for me before it really got started. It's a long trailer. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, some bad cuts, too. I won his best game. You want my game? You couldn't deal with my game, Jack. You're outmanned. You can't handle the truth of his game. He's with the Stanley uniform. You smoke what I smell? Smoke? Money. Money. They never once talk about what color money is. In no, it never comes up. Something that I was reminded of watching that trailer, and I think it's important we point it out, Tom Cruise never takes his shirt off. Right? You get no shirtless Cruise in this I, one. I thought for a second that I was like, oh, here it is. But it was actually Paul Newman diving into a pool. Paul Newman is shirtless, mm -hmm. yeah. And Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. She's way shirtless. She's way shirtless. Yeah. Or at least she's robe open. Mm -hmm. Roping? Would you call that roping? She's I would, half robe. I would call that, I'm not complaining. <laughs> that uh, 
Are you trying to suggest that she's pretty good looking? Uh, yes. And that if I had to pick between her and Tom Cruise. To be shirtless? To be shirtless. Then I'm, I'm picking her. I'm just saying this now makes two out of nine movies where Tom Cruise has his shirt on the entirety of the film. We didn't discuss this in the last podcast. Tom, Top Gun? Top Gun. We sure did. They were playing volleyball with their shirts off. We didn't actually discuss it, though. I think it was implied. All right. Did you like that? <laughs> Entire did conversation like about the shirtlessness was implied. <laughs> I love that I it was those implied. Those five minutes of audio were implied. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think the mar- it, it seems the mark of a good Tom Cruise movie is at some point he takes his shirt you, off. That's what you've said before. But that's because seven of nine of these movies, his shirt is off. And, and, the, and the worst one, in my opinion so far, is Legend, which is the first one whereupon he is shirted the entire movie. I did like this movie better the second viewing, but I almost didn't give it a second do we, viewing. Do we count Endless Love? Yeah. His shirt you, co- that's all he does. He literally takes yeah. his shirt off. Did you like Endless Love better than Legend? We talked about this a little bit during Legend. It's It's hard. That's a hard call. All right. Color of money. Yes. The color of money. You're saying you didn't like this. The first time I saw it, I didn't like it as much as in the second viewing. In the second viewing, I caught on much more with the 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 dynamic of the three of them, Eddie, Carmen, and Vince, uh-huh. and how Eddie and Carmen were sort of working Vince. I thought that was – it was more compelling in the second viewing, how they were both manipulating this kid to get what they wanted. Right, it's kind of, kind of, it's kind of heartbreaking when you consider. Yeah, she doesn't really. Yeah, yeah, he's that that sequence. I completely forgot the scene where she explains that the necklace she's wearing is Vince's mom's necklace that she stole, and he just thinks that his mom has the exact same necklace. Yeah, like that makes Vince a much more sympathetic character. It makes Paul Newman and Mary Elizabeth Mestre Antonio far less sympathetic. Although they're all so damn charming. So the you used me makes a little more sense in yeah. that light but but she but also still not him. really because he's totally along for the hustling or was he but That's the, the idea that they're like i think she they convinces have a secret him. perception of him i think it's very possible she convinces him that he was used by eddie to shield herself because she's been using him just as much she's but, not a she's not a likable person right she's manip- she's more mani- manipulative than all of them on some level that's when when eddie comes into the room and he's like you know come on are we gonna do this like he essentially threatens to rape her because she's parading around he's like you can't pull that crap with me that scene was pretty good i thought it was kind of random really yeah i think he was seeing right through her when he shows up and she's topless like she's clearly oh, trying she's to play trying to- yeah. She's trying to use her wiles. <laughs> All the while. All the while she's trying to wile him. Or something. I don't know. Thoughts, Chris? Let's uh, top toms. You want to do top toms? Yeah. But hold on. Before we get to top toms, we got to do something very important. We got to play the top toms theme music. <laughs> yeah, we got to bring in the music. To introduce our top toms. Hold on. I got to load it up. Talk about something in the meantime, guys. Hey, Drew. I guess I guess on second viewing, it did like, it was a little clearer to me. Maybe just because I expected there to be so little going on. That it was like, it, the first time I watched, I think I was a little lost. Because I expected, like, the number of people. Like, I just expected the plot to get a little more complicated than it was. I was waiting for that video game to come to circle back through. It'd Hold be like a pivotal yeah. moment. Hold that thought on the video game. Let's do some top toms. All right. Top toms. Top toms. Chris, you invoked it. You start us off. What are your top toms? Uh... One of my top toms. And if you want, you could throw in a nice Newman. A nice Newman. Well, I'll yeah. get back to you on that. Okay. For now, the top tom, the the part where they decide, where Newman leaves him, yeah. he's anything but nice. He says, I'm done with you. 
I can't teach anything else. I'm upset the Forrest Whitaker just wiped the floor with me. Yeah. I'm crying and I'm leaving. Yeah. And then <laughs> Tom <laughs> takes that box and that's that's my top time. Like he tries to, it's like he tries to throw it down the steps and he misses. He beats and he up kicks the it and he picks it up and he throws it again. And then he rips he rips the railing off of the wall. That is my top Tom as well. When he loses his his mess and starts beating up the cue stick holder yeah. and it tears the ra- the the armrest off the wall. Yeah, agreed. That is also my top Tom. And I think I've been pretty clear. My nice Newman is when he when he gets those shades, he's just badass. <laughs> Drew, Ni- the nice Newman is at the, the eye doctor shot is just my favorite. It's so rant. It's just <laughs> comes so out of nowhere. He's like, all right, I'm getting glasses. I'm gonna. Uh, this is like that's like supposed to really like s- signify him getting down to business. Yeah. All his talk about I'm blind. What turns out it was actually true. Fair, yeah. Top Tom. We all. How, you, we just get one. It's just no, like, I, I mean, number I, one. Look, I have some backup Top Toms. One of my, my backups are he gets into that fight. Like Paul Newman sort of lets him get uh-huh. almost beat up. That's anything but nice. And he kicks some dude square in the nuts. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh, no, no, that wasn't the first time. That was he a, left a second fight. That yeah, that was a second fight. Yeah, he when, just like goes straight for his nuts, and then and, the other and, one. But then, then after that, he's going ah, he's screaming <laughs> like a, his distraction technique. Yeah, yeah throwing his arms running out of the bar. Yeah, and he gets out doing like yeah, that. And then there's also a sequence, a part where just he and Carmen are sitting in bed, and he's got this huge baby Ruth. It's this enormous <laughs> candy bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like either he is tiny or it's the biggest baby Ruth I've ever I thought, seen. I, I just I remember thinking like, yeah, that's what that's exactly what I'd be doing, <laughs> hanging out in the bed watching TV eating a baby Ruth. <laughs> it seemed like a regular sized candy bar to me though. I don't know. It looked pretty big. It, it looked, looked a little big, but I just thought that was like the era. Like yeah. maybe that's how big in baby Ruths used to be. Yeah, baby Ruths were pretty big babies. That's a big baby Ruth. I yeah, ripping ripping the uh, handrail handrail out. There's a there's a part right at the beginning. But beating up the box is funnier even than the handrail. I'd, I'll have to watch that again because <laughs> so it could. Well, does it's, he it's, mess it's up? He like compo- drops it. it. This is this is a clearly a case of synergy, where all the all the components add up. The, the sum of the parts of that scene are <laughs> yeah. greater than the whole. It's true. Uh, at the very beginning, like when he's first playing pool and Newman first comes over and is actually just before, I think Newman even walks over to the table. He like successfully just there in the trailer. He's doing the, yeah, yeah, whatever. Right after that, when she blows the dust off the top of the stick, he's like, they have this moment where they go, they're going to kiss, but he is so much more like eagerly into it that he like licks her face like he really like reaches his tongue like way out as he's not even like he's not even like lined up yet and the tongue is already like going so that's that's a i'll throw that out there as a top tom tongue out tom tongue out tom close to that scene as he totally schools john tuturo and embarrasses him yeah and he says we'll just we'll just not play for money then let's just not play i think that's getting in your head i think that's what's holding you back i want your real your best game and Tutoro's just standing there. He can't say anything. And he leaves. Yeah. He even offers to put he, money up against nothing. Yeah. He says, <laughs> if you win, I'll give you money. And if if I win, That's I don't get any money. Tom was, Vincent was, he just loved the game. And he's going to town on that video game. And he's going to town. So let's say. Stalker. That's Top Toms. Let's get out of Top Toms. All right, let's talk about this video game because the movie opens where Tom Cruise, aside from playing pool, is playing this video game. And he does this whole speech about all the soldiers. This is like the future of of military. Like this is the most prescient. (laughs) Yeah, well, he says it's reaction time, though, that's going to do it, which I'm not sure. Paul Newman says, where's that going to get you? Yeah. And he says, West Point. Yeah. (laughs) Then suddenly he's, he's, he's got this full... Future, because that's what they do now. They use video games and stuff for training soldiers. Uh huh. I think it's reaction, and it's also hand-eye coordination and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I don't know. I thought that was interesting that uh, at that point, 1986 or whatever it is, should have been should have been a top tom. A visionary well, moment. Look, I had to pick a top tom. We all agree it's that stairwell scene. We we've already closed the book on top toms. We have to move on. We open up the book again. All right, hold on. Let's open it up. 
<laughs> All right, it's open. Okay, that part where he sa- predicts the future of military training. <laughs> yeah. Top down. The end. <laughs> All right, there we go. Opened and closed the book. Open and closed. Okay, do you have anything else you want to say about the video game, though? Maybe, maybe was that the even 30... a real video game? I don't remember. I don't know. What was the game called? I can't remember. Stalker. Stalker? It was Stalker. S T O. It's like stock car racing, I think. Oh, you think uh, it was that? You don't think it was S T A L K E R? No, no, no. It was S T O C K E R. That makes more sense. It was a car race game. Oh, it was? That might be what inspired him to eventually take the role in Days of Thunder. Which then got him into racing, real life racing. Yeah. Which Paul Newman. They bonded it because Paul Newman was auto racing, stock car racing into, in, yeah. into his 80s. And in this movie, uh, they drove around in a car. Full circle. Full circle. That was the thing that, like, that always gets me with these movies that are, like, old, but, like, when I was alive, where <laughs> I can't tell if, I, like, the car they were driving around in, like, when, the, when he first shows it to... Uh, it's a Cadillac, right? The, yeah, it's a Cadillac. But I don't know... She's like, so this is liquor money. And he's like, yeah, and other things. But, like, is that car supposed to be, like, they're in, like, some kick-ass car the whole time? Or is that kind of, like, <laughs> I think he has kind of a classic Cadillac? I think, in general, Cadillacs are high-end luxury vehicles. Right, but was that model already kind of retro? Like, is it a little no. bit of a classic car? In no, that? I think no, that's, he's just that's a what brand Cadillacs new... looked like in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. And he obviously cared about this car. He got upset when they scuffed it. Mm-hmm. You got when metal on your jacket. Yeah. And when they're driving around and, and Tom Cruise has feet up, they're in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Kicks his leg off. He's like, get your feet off my car. Mm-hmm. That's his thing, man. But those feet go right back up. They go right back but up. But then right back down again. And then right back up again. <laughs> I bet he did that for miles. <laughs> it's implied. <laughs> or did you infer it? I mean... Yeah, it's just which Six end of, of one, the question half do you the other, want to... Uh, right? Yeah. Forest for the trees and whatnot. So who's cooler? Paul Newman, Tom Cruise. Let's get into that. In this movie? In life or in the movie, the two characters? Let's cover both bases. In the movie, certainly... Uh, Paul Newman. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Fast Eddie. In the Fast movie, Eddie. in movie, Eddie's cooler? I think so, especially once he gets those shades. He's smoother. Yeah. But... I think Tom Cruise is cooler. By how by how so? By how cocky he is. He's strutting. That's not he's, cool. That's like be, I guess it's like a can cool a hothead can a hothead be cool? I don't I suppose. That sounds depends on how broad you want. Yeah, hothead. He's got the girlfriend. I know Paul Newman does too, but yeah, Paul Newman's got the girlfriend. Yeah, but Paul Tom Newman's Cruise's got girlfriend. a girlfriend. Tom Cruise's girlfriend wants nothing like she just wants like, she's manipulating that kid, man. That ain't even real, bro. Yeah, but exactly. Cool guys, they have girls that they don't care about them. They're not, like, serious. <laughs> it's not the like a serious guys thing. It's just, the coolest guys are the girls they're, who they're, don't they're, give they're a shit there, about them. They're just there to look good. <laughs> I suppose. I guess. I don't He's, know. He is chilling in the bed eating a baby Ruth. That yeah, was remind cool. you of that? That was that cool. That was the coolest. That was among the cooler he's things dancing, he did. He's doing the samurai moves with the stick after he's like... See, I don't think that's cool. I think that's... that's. Uh, I mean, I would do that in a pool hall. So well, that, that tells you how cool that is. Well, then, you are cool. <laughs> I think cool is, as Huey Lewis put it, cool is a rule. He and sometimes bad is bad. He sinks that shot without looking. Yeah, they all can do that. They're all, like, expert poolers. He's the only one that did, and Paul Newman got mad at him. Yeah, because Paul Newman's like, stay cool, bro. Also, Paul Newman, I'm breaking out of the movie, was cool and Luke. Uh, I cannot argue with that. He was also Butch Cassidy. Butch is a cool name. As an actor, he's cooler. Also. And he was in The Sting, and I can't remember his name in that, but he does this thing with his fingers against his nose, and that's cool. Well, in real life... I have never eaten cookies endorsed or owned by Tom Cruise's company, but I've eaten Numino's. What would Tom the Cruise cookies be called? Hmm. And what flavor would they be? Well, I mean, would you just put an O at the end of it? Cruzos? Cruzos? That no, doesn't I don't sound think that's right, good. right? I don't think that's good. Mapotheros. 
Why do they, I'm saying, do they have to be like Oreos at all? They can be any kind of cookie. Well, Newman has all, it's not just Oreo style, those Numanos. Right, he's got, he's got other, those Fig Newmans. There you go. Yeah. Paul Newman's name is certainly, it's not punnier because we're cruising together. <laughs> I mean, you can use the word cruise for a lot of things. Name one. Cruising together. Name a second thing. Sea cruise. <laughs> okay. A third thing? How did you... You want me to name a third thing? Are you reading my mind? I'm reading your mind, and I think that third thing is... Cruise control. This is a story about control. And this time I'm going to do it my way. That's it. Our new segment, Cruise Control. That was the theme. Cruise Control. <laughs> so nice. Now that's supposed to be the closing part of it. So I we, we didn't get we didn't get it out fast enough. <laughs> that was my mess mistake. Oh, I think we we didn't go through what we would do <laughs> fast enough. Yeah, you're right. So cruise control, the new game on cruising together. Object is you're in control of the movie. What would you change? All right, I tell you right now. Do you want me to start or you want to start? Well, if Drew's ready, Drew should start because he's our guest. That's true. Are you ready, Drew? I'm not. I'm ready, and you are ready. Go ahead, Chris. How about you go first? How about you go first? Okay, I'll go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, you go Chris, first. Chris, go ahead. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, I'll go first. All right, Greg. Chris, <laughs> why don't you go first? All right, I'm okay. ready. All right, on three, how about we both go first and see if we have the same thing we would change? Uh, Okay. All right, now is it going to be on three or after three? One, two, three, and then go. And we say it at the same time, including one, two, three. Yeah, what's the girl's name again, by the way, so that I can get ready to say it <laughs> eloquently? <laughs> I forget her name. Carmen. Carmen, Carmen. yeah. Okay. okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. <laughs> one, one, two. two. Three. I would More change the song Carmen. from It's in the Way That You Use It to something else. <laughs> it was not the same thing. It was not the same thing. I thought we were going to say word for word the same thing. I No. And, and you even clued me into what you were going to say. <laughs> All right, One so, more thing Yeah, I would change is the ending because I feel like there was not a resolution. Hey, to... how about stop hogging the changes because Drew hasn't said one change. Drew, are you ready? No, keep going. I okay. want to hear your other changes. Let's hear your other Greg, changes. Let's hear what you got. Okay, I would also continue to I'm change. I'm ready to say. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I would change the ending before I was so rudely interrupted. I don't feel there was a resolution between Tom Cruise and Paul Newman about their anger. You know, like I, I feel like there should have been some sort of... Uh, resolution. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Um. And instead, they're just still angry, and then they just start this match, and it's over. Like, movie's over. We don't have to see how this thing gets worked out, what the actual issues are. I mean, I think I know what Dude, the issues they are. they let it out on the table, man. I, I mean, Eddie, Eddie kind of spells it out. Like, he's like, okay, now we're, like, now we're rivals. That's supposed to be the resolution. Like, now we're... Now we're both going to go see each other every other week at a pool tournament. I'm not saying it's a great ending. Yeah, I, I just Tom Cruise is so angry. <laughs> I think you were angry. He was it's angry. Pretty, sure, they all were angry. But it, you want some sort of like pacification there at the end. Well, hold on. Before we do that, Drew, are you ready? Uh, yeah, sure. You're in cruise control. Uh. I did. I liked the shots, all the corny shots on the pool tables, where like the f cameras like sweeping around, and there's ones in like fast forward and stuff like that. There okay. could have could have been a lot more of that. Uh, I was gonna say you haven't changed anything yet. So you just want more no, just inc increase that. Yeah. yeah, more more push-ins. Right. More more uh, following the ball. More. I I would have played uh, the Clapton song one more time. Also. Oh, I would play two less times. Oh, here's something else. I would have also <laughs> included. Here's another. I'm going to add a change. I'm going to put another control. You would also included? I would have also included, I would have put Bob Odenkirk in that movie to have him do the bit he did on Mr. Show of history lessons using pool 
which as I look at your guys' faces, it's just blank stares. But I highly recommend. Oh, I think I know. It's like a video series, right? It's a video series. Yeah, I remember that. Of him teaching history using pool. I kind of feel like I might have to bring that up. And it's one of those with the scrolling list. It'll be I'm gonna, like uh, you know, Revolutionary War. I think it will work audio. I think. Let's see. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. In a while. Talk now, amongst yourselves. Now, uh, talking about control, if we're still going to talk about that, I don't think we heard the end. Nope, we haven't. Of this segment. We're not out of the segment yet. If I were Tom Cruise's character, I think I would have just listened to Paul Newman every step of the way. <laughs> would have been a 10-minute <laughs> movie. Of, instead of blowing it at every single turn. But then, is there even any conflict at that point? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I was that, if I was in the position of having this incredible talent and... The opportunity to profit immensely from it, I would listen to the guy who's trying to teach me. Maybe the only way you end up with that talent is to have that sort of uncontrollable desire to win at at all costs. He had the talent. He didn't have the discipline. Watch (laughs) this, fellas. You've seen him perform feats of unparalleled skill on TV and radio. Now, worldwide billiards champion Van Hammersley presents a series <laughs> yeah, of videotapes that. designed to teach as well as entertain. With his first tape, <laughs> I Wanna Be in Pictures, Van Hammersley showcases his incredible talent and passion for the golden age of film. A lot of people want to go to Hollywood, see the stars they've seen for low these many years. Why not take a trip on your own? Billiards table. <laughs> Just pick out a few balls and say hello to the stars. Well, look who we have here. Marilyn Monroe, star of the seven-year age. Next to her, Humphrey Bogart. Judy, Judy, each, Judy. Each ball represents a, a celebrity. Oh, celebrity, yes. Larry and Curly. <laughs> there doesn't need to be a connection. You just have to have imagination. I just think this would be great if this guy was in the movie. Like, they try to hustle him, and he's just telling stories. It just, like, has this, the cue sticks on the table. I think you could probably cut some of these clips in. You could make a... Uh, Supercut? Yeah, you could put together a, a, a convincing scene that he actually did appear in the movie. Well, I'll leave that to the experts at Supercuts. And by Supercuts, I mean the haircutting place. Yeah. Maybe when they put it out on Blu-ray. When they put Supercuts? Is there a movie about Supercuts? Because that could be something. A Will Ferrell joint about Supercuts? Why not Tom Cruise? Remember his how good his hair looked in this movie? His hair looked tremendous. I, I think we can all agree we wouldn't change his hair. No, of course not. Can we agree on that? That's the one Even thing I got right. Even if I was in control, right. I would not change his hair. All right, then that takes us out of cruise control. That's it. We're out of cruise control. I think we should do a segment unless unless we're out of time. We'll discuss this off the air. Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. 